Hello, hello there. My name is Moy with my co-host Corey. We are the real guys, and this is the real show with two ears. Today we'll be reviewing the newest uh, limited series approaching Disney Plus. It is Star Wars: Tales of the Jedi. May the Force be with you, and may the Force be with my co-host Corey. How are you doing today, Corey? I am doing very well, thank you. It's good to see you today, Corey. It's good to hear you, in fact. It's good to see you on our video, video version. version. You can watch our video version at the, U- at the YouTube channel, The Real Show. Correct. The YouTube channel, The Real Show. The Real Show, Real with two E's, show. Yes. Or listen to us on Amazon, Spotify, podcast, Google Podcasts, anywhere you get your podcasts. We're there, you can listen to us. We're also on uh, all those platforms. Yes. You can listen to them. We're everywhere. We're everywhere. Of course we are. We're everywhere, everywhere indeed. indeed. <laughs> we said that yeah, together. Yeah, we did. We're reviewing Tales of the Jedi. Correct. And we're very excited for the series. I knew it was coming. I was looking for these, uh, watching the trailers. I'm yes. a big fan of Star Wars The Clone Wars. We're big fans of Star Wars The Clone Wars here, aren't we? Exactly. And we were very excited that the series was coming out. Yes. So take us into it, Corey. What did you think? Now, you actually watched this fairly recently. Uh, this morning. You watched this this morning on the day Correct. we were recording this. What was your what were your thoughts? So going into this, um, I, well, I was told by you to watch Star Wars: Tales of the Jedi. Yes. Um, I did not really know this was a thing. No, no, you didn't know it was coming um, out. You didn't know anything. All I knew was it's a short six episodes. Mm-hmm. Every episode is like fifteen minutes. Anthology series. Short mini series, anthology That's series it. from the same people that did Star Wars: The Clone Wars. Yes. Um, and my head immediately went. Mm. Um, to Star Wars Visions. Right, yes. Uh, which, by the way, and I keep forgetting this, and you keep forgetting this, we both keep forgetting this, mm-hmm. uh, actually got a 10 out of 10 from me, and we yes. keep forgetting to mention the fact, anytime we mention what got a 10 out of 10, Visions is not, we keep forgetting I Visions, gave it one. Did Visions get a 10? I gave it a 10. I didn't recommend it, I gave it a 10 in the episode. Because mm-hmm. um, I thought it was a 10, I still probably would still give it a 10. Okay. Um, so I thought, okay, cool. Uh, six... 15-minute episodes. Yeah, in these Maybe. short series. Yeah. Um, it, I wasn't expecting two arcs. Right. I was expecting a Visions thing where it's six separate stories. Okay. Not like three like, episodes okay. for but two characters. But the episodes characters. are sort of separated in yeah. the time period of which they take place, which yes. kind of makes it an anthology. Yeah. The same characters show up, but it's done in different time periods. Yes. The first episode we have uh, it reflects on popular Star Wars character now and former Clone Wars creation Correct. Ahsoka Tano yes also appearing in Mandalorian yes also appearing in Mandalorian played by Rosario Dawson yes and now we're in her own series in the Ahsoka series which is coming next year or the year after yeah but now we have Ashley Eckstein is happy to play Ahsoka in animation because she's here because she's a baby yes but we see her home planet Shirili I believe it's called yeah it's left kind of ambiguous as to whether it is that or not, we don't know. It's just a village on a on a planet, but there are certain things which can connect it to her, her to her home world, including the creature that she's yes taken by. Yep, the that is big tiger thing. Yeah, the big sort of saber toothed cat. Yeah. that takes her is is relatively um, near enough to a, a to a species of uh, predatory. A cat that is on her home world. Yeah. Now, interestingly enough, uh, on IMDb, mm. so I'm just checking because I keep forgetting that you can get yes. like you can get reviews from each episode. Uh, interestingly, and I wonder if you would also agree with this. Uh, episode one is the lowest rated on IMDb, and I 
think I agree You'd with agree that. With that. I think I'd probably agree with that, yeah. I did as not as, like... It's interesting for the world and how yeah. Ahsoka came to be and how they discovered she was Force-sensitive. Force yes. Of course, it's... <laughs> maybe I would have preferred the story that is often told by Ahsoka herself in The Clone Wars, where she talked about how Plo Koon arrived to rescue her and bring her to the Jedi Temple. Yep. Maybe I'd like to see that. I've seen that before in flashbacks in the Clone Wars, but never the full actually actual event. I the only thing that put me off the first one is one, I don't know why, something about a baby Ahsoka just looks weird. Right. I don't know what it was, but I was watching it and at a certain point I'm like, that does not look right. Mm. It was like for some reason in my head verging on weird, like okay. uncanny valley territory. I don't right. know why. Right. Um I just I don't know, it just seemed a bit not pointless, but I don't know, it was just a bit eh. It wasn't also, bad. Well, it actually has a connection to Star Wars in another way. Yeah. Ahsoka's mother is played by Janina Gavankar, yeah. who you might know as Aiden Verzio from Star Wars Battlefront 2. Okay. Nice connection there. Um, but yeah, so the first episode is that. Essentially, yeah, it's very... It's it's kind of middle. It's, it, it's good for the story it's telling, of course. Yeah. But as for the greater connected narrative, maybe we could have seen something a bit more exciting, perhaps with, with Plo Koon or yes. whatnot. My other issue is, and we'll kind of get onto this a bit later on, is that Ahsoka's getting her own series. Yes. So couldn't have just done that in the series instead. There's a lot of fleshing out of Ahsoka. <laughs> well, she's a Clone Wars. She was made in 2007 for the Star Wars yeah. Clone Wars, the movie. And she was made for the whole series. And she has a great arc of how she becomes... You know, people, didn't, like, people thought Ahsoka was the next Jar Jar when she turned up. People thought Ahsoka was the next Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> but no, she she evolved and she grew and we all came to love her to now where she's a pivotal part of the franchise. Yeah. Where Ahsoka is very much a household name nowadays when you're thinking Star Wars. Thanks to the great, great push she's gotten from The Mandalorian yeah. and from The Clone Wars Season 8 and all this Disney Plus stuff, it's given Ahsoka a huge boost when more people know her now than ever. Correct. The next two episodes, though... Yep. Are, a, are a story that I'm glad was told that I didn't ever think would be told mm-hmm. but the next three episodes yep. d- uh, delve deeply on uh, Count Dooku Correct. of Sereno yes. and I was I, would, I was blown away I was overjoyed by these episodes these were all absolutely fantastic every one of them yeah uh, again so the first one is Count Dooku and, and a young Qui Gon Jinn. Big fans of Qui Gon Jinn on this show. Um, We're big fans of Qui Gon Jinn. Who is voiced by Liam Neeson? It's not in this episode. Not in this not, one, but in, in, he's in voiced in, by his son in this episode. Yes. Did you know Later that? on, we uh, we get we get a bit of a Neeson. We do get a Neeson. We do get a cheeky Neeson. Um, so the first episode, them two, they arrive on this planet and they're looking yep. for the senator's son. They're flying um, a Jedi T6 shuttle, which was used in the Clone Wars. Of it's an earlier that. model. Of course, an earlier model of the Jedi T6. Yep. It's got the same design, <laughs> though, with the folding wings that turn sideways. Yeah. They do actually fly one in the next episode when they go to Raxxas. <laughs> uh, Mace, Mace, Mace Windu and Duke actually do fly the actual Jedi T6, but this was an earlier model because this, this is pre-Phantom Menace, I believe, this first episode. Because Qui-Gon is... Yeah, of course it is, because Qui-Gon's a younger man. Yes. And they talk about the Senate, and, and the, the, they're trying to find this senator. Somebody's been kidnapped. I love the moment of they're all in the bar, and the woman goes, I will take you to the senator's son. And, and Qui-Gon goes, you're the kidnapper? Yeah. And suddenly all the Everyone people in the stands bar stands up. up, and Duke stands up and goes, they all are. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's a, that's a great moment. That's such a Star Wars moment. And Corey Burton's working his butt off to do yes. he's He sounds very... He's got the young Christopher Lee. The the young Christopher Lee mannerisms. Yeah. You know, when you watch... Uh, I'm trying to think of a film, film that has a young Christopher Lee in it. I can't quite, but... I mean, he's been in... 
Yeah, God yeah. knows we've how many. Like, films. Got, like, you know, the kind of Wicker Man type <laughs> level of yeah, sort of a middle-aged kind of young Christopher Lee. That's what that's what we're we're dealing with here. And he's got a blue lightsaber. He that's does. been established in many canons before. Yeah, I had to Google that. Right. Because um, I saw that and I thought, oh. That he wields the Jedi blue lightsaber. Yeah. He's still got his curved blades. He does. So he's got his curved Jedi lightsaber for, you know, duel- he's an expert duelist. Yes. He's an expert. That's, yeah, that's Count Dooku's that's Jedi skill. He's an expert. Definitely the reasons. Definitely because Christopher Lee can fence. Yeah, yeah. It's also <laughs> because of the fence. It's, no, it's just developed on a, a rapier, which is yeah. a... Uh, fencing sword, but it's also because Count Dooku is an expert duelist, yes. so he has a curved lightsaber to. Yeah, exactly. He, so the senator arrives for his son yes. with an armed camp, yeah, and it's met by Dooku and the townspeople who have taken the son to. Is it told him to ransom or to get the senator to release this sort of grip on the planet? Because the sent this yeah. happens twice. This happens once on this planet and again one Raxus. Yes, we sort of see this. The there is doubt in the Senate. Because the Senate command the Jedi, the Senate and the Chancellor command the Jedi. Yeah. And the Jedi are complacent in their role as peacekeepers, not actually serving the people of the Republic they claim to defend. Yes. Which Dooku says, Dooku says, "I do not serve the Senate. I serve the people of this Republic." Yes. And then he ignites his lightsaber, and all the guards, oh, get the guns up! And there's a there's a firefight. There is. The classic lasers are flying. They're doing this defense. Da 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 da. And the son, who is is fine in this barn with this, no, he's all right. Yeah, he's, he's kept well by these townspeople because they just want they just want them to be let go of the yeah. senator's tyranny. And that's what Star Wars is all about. Star Wars is always about a redemption and, and and fighting oppression. That's always what Star Wars has been about. Then they break out the barn. Qui Gon's defending the yes. senator's son, but he gets out because Dooku gets the old force choke yeah. on the senator. Won't let him go. But it's up to the Senate's son and Qui-Gon to sort of convince Dooku. And Dooku's like, oh, you know, you should you should go back to the Senate and tell them to uh, this, you will help this planet now. Pretty much. The first episode, very good story. For the 15 minutes, Clone Wars is a master at that. I always go on and on and on about how good the storytelling in the Clone Wars is. To fit like a 20-minute, half-an-hour episode and then get a full narrative out of that. If it's not an arc, a lot of the episodes in, in Clone Wars, in the later half... Of the of the of the series where it goes into like season four and five and six and seven and eight, there's yeah. a lot of arcs. But earlier, there's just a lot of one-off episodes, which are done really, really well. They do a lot of one-episode serial, like classic Star Wars serial storytelling. Yeah, and that's what that's what every um, Star Wars film is based off. Those classic Flash Gordon serials, those samurai films, the serial films, and I spaghetti westerns where you'd often get one narrative through a one film and there'd be no sequel and anything else and it'd be just a classic beginning to end that's what Star Wars is based on yes and I love that kind of thing and it's really tr- it's true here as well it's from the same people it's from Dave Filoni and the crew of the Clone Wars yeah that is true um, I didn't mind the second episode uh, it, it second one is pretty good third episode where it kicks up though third episode yeah, it's Dooku. It's it's Mace Windu. It is. It's Sizzling Sam Jackson. Correct. They're taking the shuttle down to uh, Raxus Secundus, yes. which is the. You, do you know Raxus? Do you recognise? I know the name, but I don't know where from. Because it becomes the the capital of the Separatist Alliance, in future. Right. Dooku returns to Raxus and names Raxus as the capital of the Separatist. It's where the Separatist movement was sort of born from. That and Serena, which yeah. is Dooku's homeworld. But no, yeah, the third episode's pretty good. A, a Jedi's been killed, a Jedi's been murdered. Yes, and Dooku and doesn't believe Dooku, it was an ambush. Exactly. Dooku doesn't believe 
that it was just a random attack. He believes yes. there was a motive. Yes. Him and Mace Windu head to the side with the senator, uh, who was there with the Jedi. Yeah. The senator's story crumbles under interrogation, and he says, the guards did it. Yes. And then, bang, shoot the senator dead. Yeah. Shooting the Jedi. Yeah. The Jedi, two, the two strong likes, the super samurai ninja monks, they're, they're able to deflect the shots, take out all the guards... And then they're holding them. They're holding them lightsaber point. They say, "Why are you doing this?" And again, it's the same reason: the dissent in the Senate, the fact that the senator has been off-world on Coruscant, selling off Rax's piece by piece, selling all the landscape and all the foresting and all the. He's turning it into an industrial world, and we don't want that. We just want yeah. a peaceful city life to live in. And Dooku reson- resonates with Dooku. Yes, Dooku says himself that he understands the motive. He just wishes you'd gone about it a different way. Yeah. And that's how we leave that episode. Correct. Sowing the seeds for what will eventually become the Confederacy of Independent Systems, led yes. by Dooku. Correct. Um, fourth Thoughts episode. on this episode? I, again, third one's good. I feel like... Uh, is it... Uh, maybe better than... I don't know if it is better than the fir- uh, second one, actually. It's, it's, better, well, it's better than the first one, as in Ahsoka's episode. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, first one's pretty good. Second one gets a potentially a bit better. Um, fourth one is probably the best, I think. Right. I feel like I've said the fourth one's the best. Right. And the next episode, the fourth one, is entitled... Yes. These all have titles, by the way? We do. Oh, this yeah. In fact, here's a point. The title intros, I don't know if it's just me, right. because I expect Star Wars to have great intros. Yeah. I hate the intros in this. Why? What's up with them? Because it just goes... Tales from the Jedi in a logo fades away and just the episode poof, title just like justice it's it just, just like really small on a black screen I'm like come the on the Sith Lord just do know, something better yeah. than that well the Clone Wars <laughs> intros were amazing <laughs> so I mean, the narrator just, yeah just give, give us like some at least like a little say, no there's been an attack on, on Christophsis it's I mean, Anakin Skywalker and everyone can know me try and contain the fighting with the clone army against the droids and it's like wow you're you don't away. have to go that far yeah that, that is a very uh, but just give us more than like a little title like, what, like a, a bit of a crawl. You want a log line for each episode. I just want if you're gonna do a little like little fancy because mm. you know you had like the one before where like here's like, all the helmets and all the lights. Yeah, yeah, pack. yeah. Just give us something, not just a little. Boop. Maybe like oh, maybe like my shirt. Maybe like all of the I'm wearing yeah. shirt with fancy like maybe like all the lightsaber blades. Yeah. Tales of the Jedi. Would that be cool? Possibly. Just a bit more of They're a little. They're all igniting. Boop. That's what I'm imagining. They're all like igniting in sequence, like boop, 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 boop. and then you see Tales of the Jedi. Oh wow, that's cool. Yeah. Right, Iris Disney Plus. Iris. Um, but no, they all do have titles. All Episode short, 4. Short tweet. The Sith Lord. Yes. We have Liam Neeson. Correct. Why Gon Jin, he's back. Yes. Back for about... There's always a bigger fish. Five seconds. Yes. Because this is this is mid-Phantom Menace. It is. This episode takes place midway through the Phantom Menace to find out why Yaddle isn't at Naboo. Because Yaddle, Yaddle as we know Yaddle, famous Star Wars character Yaddle. Oh, yeah, you know... We've talked about Yaddle before, I feel like. We have, Phantom Menace. Yeah, we have. <laughs> and I think in that episode, I posed the question, what do we think happens to Yaddle? Maybe yeah. I said that. Maybe. It's Yaddle and Yarrow Poof. Yeah. We need a Yarrow Poof episode to tell us the Jedi. What happened to Yarrow Poof? Why isn't Eon? Hopefully he got his head cut off. Well, <laughs> there is actually a comic story about what happened to him. Okay. Him and he, uh, he actually stopped some kind of death machine from blowing up Coruscant or something. And like Django Fett was there, I think. It was some weird thing. It's okay. in a comic. Okay. Anyway, we need that. We need, we need that, that adapter. Adapt that. For is is, is that Legends two. now? That's that, Legends okay. now, yeah. That's Legends now, yeah. We'll get on to Legends in a minute, but yes. with the Sith Lord, yeah. it's mid... It's mid... 
um, Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace. This is probably the best episode of the series. I yeah, think. I think so. Because of how much it ties into and how much it relates to not only episode two, Attack of Clones and Phantom Menace, but how much it ties into all of them. Yes. To the fact that we have... It's midway through and we see that Yaddle... Yaddle was not at Qui-Gon's funeral. No. We don't know what happened to her. And this explains that. Yes. And it does contradict a few things. I'll get onto that. But... We start off with Dooku going into the Jedi archives. An older Dooku, he's got his beard, he's got his cape, he's got yeah. his red. He's basically, he's basically just Christopher Lee. Pretty York. much. And he's a race. He's using Cypher Diaz as Jedi authorization code yep. to uh, to get into the archives to remove the planet Kamino. Yes. Now, at this point in the timeline, Dooku is not in the Jedi Order. No. He's friendly with them. He's yep. still he's still on their side. He's still friendly with them, and they do allow him in the temple. But he's not a part of the order. He's yep. giving it up. His Jedi mastership, right? Yes. And and Yaddle knows this. That's why Yaddle is very sort of sensitive with him, saying, "Oh, better times and whatnot." And he's talking to Qui Gon, and Duke was like, "Yes, I would like to meet Obi Wan one one day." And they do, in fact, they meet on Geonosis. Yep. When Obi-Wan is captured by the Genosians and and Dooku talks to him and he says, oh, Qui-Gon always spoke very highly of you. I wish you were. I wish you were still alive. I, yeah. I could use his help right now. That's what Dooku says. And then, then Kenobi says, Qui-Gon Jinn would never join you. And then Dooku says uh, something about oh, something about Qui-Gon. He says, you forget he was once my apprentice, just as you were once his. Yes. He knew all about the corruption in the Senate, but he would never have gone along with it if he had learned the truth as I have. And everyone says the truth, and then and then Duke says the truth. What if I told you that the Senate was under the control of a Sith Lord called Darth Sidious? And we see Darth Sidious yes. in this episode. Because we Dooku, do. annoyed that the fact that Qui-Gon has, di- has been this killed, has yes. died on the boo, killed by Darth Maul. Yep goes to the works district of Coruscant the industrial district those big buildings we see them in episode 2 we see them in Attack of the Clones it's where Dooku meets with his master who is yes Darth Sidious, Darth Sidious. also known as Palpatine Chancellor Sheev Palpatine yes. Palpatine he's back in this voiced by Ian McDermott I knew instantly that it was him from the first line I was like yes that's exactly it that's amazing just get, just get him to do Palpatine from now on yeah. if he wants to of course he does I mean, at this point, no one's going to do it. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ian Abercrombie's unfortunately passed away. Yeah. And um, Tim Curry isn't doing work work anymore. Yeah. So it's up to Ian McDermott. He's the best man for the job. Yeah. Get Ian McDermott back. Exactly. And he knew it as soon as he said, I don't know what you mean. I lost an apprentice. You lost an apprentice and so did I. Yeah. All in the service of our greater goals. Like, yes. That's, oh. Oh, I love Ian McDermott so much. You know, I've, I nearly met him once. You know that? Yes. I was at I was at Birmingham um, Comic Con in November actually, and it was Ian McDermott and Hayden Christensen, and I heard him on stage. I heard Ian McDermott on stage, and I later saw him from a distance. I never saw Hayden though. <laughs> Hayden was always called by crowds of people as you could imagine, yeah. swarms of people. But no, I didn't see Ian McDermott in real life. I was like, there he is. There's the Chancellor. Yeah, there's I mean, the Senate himself. I, I I feel like this episode, as far as the series goes, this episode is probably the best one. Ever. Yeah, this is probably the most superior. Episode, um, I've got to say because it does add more fi- it does add more things to the whole thing of okay well let's say Qui-Gon didn't die to Darth Maul yeah. uh, would well it adds two things of one would Qui-Gon then join um, Dooku, Dooku or would Dooku, would Dooku have not turned yeah um, because Qui-Gon's there yeah. there's also asked, asked another weird question of why does Yaddle speak normal why does Yaddle speak <laughs> that was this, this question was heavily debated up to the release of yeah we've never heard Yaddle talk before nope everyone, everyone I think just assumed 
she, she would speak like Yoda. The same as Yoda, yes. yes. But she doesn't. No. You think she sits across in the Jedi Council <laughs> chamber and hear Yoda's hear Yoda speaking is like she's sat there like for God's sake. It's like, are you all? Are you, I think it's more like, are you all right, Yoda? Is something yeah. wrong? He's like, mm, nothing wrong is. Yes. They're like, it's got dropped as a child. You, yeah, something's wrong with you, Yoda. Because <laughs> we see Yoda a bit in this. Yoda yeah. um, appears in the training scene with Ahsoka. He appears in the Jedi Council scene and the funeral of the Jedi with yes. Dooku and Mace, and he appears in this as well. And yeah, there was a lot of debate. Of whether she Yaddle would have the voice, Yaddle would yeah. have the backward speech, but no, nope. Yaddle speaks reg normally, yep. just like anyone does. <laughs> and you're like, so Yoda's like the odd one out. People <laughs> yeah. saying if, when Grogu grows up, is Grogu gonna speak backwards because he's a male? Maybe males are the species uh, like that. Maybe Yoda's just a odd one out. Yeah, Yoda was just the odd one out of the species who've sort of developed to speak like that. We don't know. There'll be some weird thing where it'd be like Yaddle was raised around humans, therefore she developed their yeah, speech pattern yeah, or something. Yeah. That's and that's how Yoda's species speaks yeah. from whatever the planet they're from. We don't know what Yoda's species is. Never been revealed. I don't know. We might even never know. We'll probably never know what Yoda's species is. Maybe not. But I hope in my lifetime we get to learn what Yoda's species <laughs> is. That'll be cool. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Yaddle is yes. very suspicious of Dooku's activities. Yes. They meet him by the, the Jedi tree, which we have seen in a Star Wars comic that Luke actually recovers um, after the events of Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. We that Jedi is also defeating the Clone Wars. There was a flash. Yoda has a flashback he does. where he sees Dooku and Qui Gon and Obi Wan together around that tree and all the Jedi, and he sees that if like the war hadn't started, and he sees all of like, what could have been the happier world that could have been. Right, we see that tree as well. Yes, also focused on a lot in the Clone Wars for the Jedi Temple and whatnot. The tree is there, and Dooku says that he take he used to take Qui Gon to this tree to show him the organic life because Qui Gon was born on Coruscant. People don't know Qui Gon was born on Coruscant. And he's never seen it. He's never seen it before. Yes. So he shows him the. Uh, he always shows him this tree. Yes. And now that Qui Gon's gone, he's never going to see it again. Yes. So, Dooku goes to meet with Palpatine. Correct. And he said, "Oh, he's in his Episode Two yep. robes. He's Senator Palpatine, I believe. No, no, he's Chancellor by then, yeah. I believe. He just got elected. Wait, no, no, he's still Senator Palpatine. Yeah. He, he gets elected at the end of the film. Maybe he was just elected. We don't know. We don't he's know. He's in yet. the process of becoming Chancellor. Yes. He's in the process of becoming Chancellor. I don't know how the elective terms work in uh, in in the Republic, but he's in the process of becoming Chancellor. And Dooku is there to speak with him to to say, "You allowed Maul to kill him. You allowed Maul to kill Qui Gon. Yeah, I was allowed. He could have been a powerful ally." And then uh, Palpatine has none of it. He's like, I, "It doesn't matter. We need to pursue. I will ask you to do more things. I will yeah. ask you to lead the lead the new world we are cre- we are creating." Then Yaddle turns up. <laughs> Yaddle gets out her green light, little green lightsaber. She's like, "This, is, this stops here. This is the end. Uh, he's going to stop all these shenanigans. She's going to stop him." And of course, Palpatine, the puppet master, he's got the, he's, he controls the cage and controls yes. the stage. He, he's got his hands in all the pies. He says to Dooku, "I've been betrayed. You must, you must kill her. Do it." I'm surprised he didn't say that. Yeah. I'm surprised we didn't get to do it. No. I was looking forward to a do it. We didn't get that. I like to think maybe he thought. I, mean, I like to think maybe he said it to himself before, uh, before, he, before Yaddle and Dooku were engaged. But they are. Dooku says he can't allow Yaddle to leave. Obviously, she's discovered the existence of this Grand Sith Lord, Darth Sidious, and and <laughs> Chancellor Palpatine. So Dooku has to get out his lightsaber. Woman, it's a lightsaber duel. 
is Dooku, he's forced to fight fl little green people all the time. Yeah. Dooku's forced to fight little green Muppets who can fly around and use little green lightsabers. He's forced to fight them all the time. I bet he's sick of it. <laughs> I bet he wants to just punt them. Yeah. He's just, he's sick of these little green people flying around him, wielding lightsabers. Even though it's a good continuity as to why Dooku is so good at fighting Yoda yes. in Attack of the Clones. Not because Dooku's a great duelist, he is, but also because he's fought someone of Yoda's species. He's fought Yaddle, so he Correct. knows the fighting style of the uh, of their species. Yes. The lightsaber fighting style. So Dooku and Yaddle are uh, at a fight each other in this, in this lightsaber, in the lightsaber battle. I yes. like these quick, nice, quick movements. Yeah. Lightsaber fights, very prequel-esque. Yes. Yaddle flips over the ship. Dooku just uses the force. Boom, throws that ship. Yaddle is stuck under the, the sort of... It's like a gate. gate. Door, yeah. gate, hangar door thing. And Dooku brings it down on her. Bang. Yep. Then Palpatine's like, he's laughing. He's, well done, my apprentice. You have done well. You have done, you have done well, is what he says. And then Yaddle does the... She forces yeah. it up. And the Star Wars theme swells. She raises up the gate and the, the sun's behind her. It's really it's such a good shot. And she gets her lightsaber back and she's ready to fight, but she can't. She's used a lot of energy yep. to lift that massive gate up. She just falls down. She can't. She falls out the gate. She Correct. can't. It shuts. And th I like that because there was symbolism from, I don't know who it was, probably Star Wars Explained or something, yeah. a YouTuber. I watched a video of after I saw the series that said that that was like Dooku's last chance to come back to the light because Yaddle never lets up that Dooku can come back to the light side of the force. Like you don't have to go down this dark path, Dooku. You don't have to pursue these dark ways, but he has to. Yeah. For what he wants to achieve and the fact he he doesn't trust the Senate and the Jedi's involvement in the running of the galaxy. Yes. So and he has to join this Sith Lord. If only Yaddle had just stayed on the other side of that door. Yeah. Possibly survived. Gone back to his ship. Maybe you're <laughs> yeah. different, different, but no. Just walked in and gone, by the way, I've just fought uh, I just fought Dooku over there. Yeah, he's with this Sith Lord, <laughs> this guy who sounds exactly like Chancellor yeah. Palpatine. Then so, yeah. Sounds just like you, actually. Can, yeah. you, uh, can you repeat some lines for me, please? Yaddle falls out the door. She's, yeah. she's too weak to fight. Yes. And Palpatine goes, okay, yes, do it. Do it, kill her. See, there was none of that either. He doesn't say do it. No. I wish he would have said do it. Do you see that clip of Ian McDermott talking uh, the, about yeah. the, uh, uh, Star Wars celebration? I know exactly where you're going with this. Where he says, he's talking about the scene where he knights Darth, Darth, Anakin Skywalker as Darth Vader. Yes. And his voice is really hoarse. And we assumed that it was because that was done in post because his vocal cords get fried by the lightning. That's the canon yeah. explanation. That when he's reflecting the lightning at Windu and Windu's reflecting it back at him at the end of episode three, yes. um, the lightning is shot back into Palpatine's face. It disfigures his face and it scorches his vo in his voice. That's why his voice is permanently stuck like that. Yes. Right? Actually, that's not the truth. That's because there were several ginormous fans being blown into the face of Ian McDermott, blowing all of his hair, his fake hair up and whatever. Yeah. And there was a lot of dust. And most of it seemed to go down his throat yeah. that day. <laughs> and he was speaking to George Lucas. He sat there He sat there on this panel retelling this story. And he says... I speak to George. It was an end of a Friday afternoon. I speak to George, and George says, "Well, just do it. Uh, yes, do it." Yeah. And then the crowd, go and the crowd goes wild, right? Because basically, all they want to do is the actors to get up and do the memes. Yes. That's funny. That's isn't what it? they want. That's what they want. Palpatine says, "Do it." He says, "The tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise." He does all of it. You know, Tamura Morrison's doing like a banther. Yeah. Everyone's doing it, right? James Arnold Taylor and and and. Uh, who is actually in this James Arnold Taylor does play everyone in this one of the episodes of this 
Andrew McGregor is up there saying hello there. Yeah. Matthew Woods saying General Kenobi, all that kind of thing. When I met Matthew Woods in Comic Con in last year, I approached him and the first thing I said was hello there, and he caught it. Oh, good times. But Dooku does slay Yaddle. Correct. Dooku does uh, kill Yaddle. Gives Yaddle peace. Yes, gives Yaddle peace. Yeah. And that is the end of. That's the end of. End of Yaddle. Yeah, and, and Yaddle. And oh, Dooku's kind of arc Dooku's in this arc, series. Yes, and he finally turns to the dark side Correct. and works with Palpatine to create the Separatist Alliance, manufacture the clones, and the, begin the Clone Wars. Yep. Then intentionally loses the Clone Wars at the Battle of at the Battle of uh, Coruscant and gets beheaded by Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. What a good job, Dooku. Yeah, great one, Dooku. There. Shout out to you. Yeah, good job there, Dooku. Yeah. I bet. I bet. I bet they're going to wreck on it. And so when he was on his knees with his hands chopped off, he was thinking about. If only I'd believed Yaddle. Yeah, if only I didn't execute Yaddle. If only I didn't execute Yaddle, he's looking at Palpatine with that sort of shocked look, yeah. not saying anything. Because apparently in the script, Dooku was supposed to beg for his life. But Chris Foley said, that don't work for me, brother. Yeah. And said, I'm not having Count Dooku beg for his life. He's just going to look really shocked yeah. and scared, which he does. Yes, and if you are anyone and Chris Foley says anything, you do not disagree with him. Exactly, Peter Jackson knows that. You go, yes. You know what it's like to be stabbed in the yeah. back, Peter. You go, I yep. know. You go, yep. Okay. I know what it's like, Peter. <laughs> that's that's fine. That's good Good with me, Chris. You know what kind of noise is made when someone's stabbed in the back? I say, because I do. <laughs> I would never get over that clip, ever. <laughs> Amazing. Um, yeah, that is it. That yeah, is... That's great episode four, by the way. Yeah. 10 out of 10. I love it. Oh, God. Episode four is absolutely the best. <laughs> okay. Next episode is back to the Ahsoka story. Yeah. We're right back. It's uh, Practice Makes Perfect. Yes, with Anakin Skywalker, again, voiced by Matt Lanter. Yes. Dee Bradley Baker is back as the clones and Captain Rex. Yep. James Arnold Taylor as Obi-Wan Kenobi. We see uh, training with the training droids, Ahsoka and Jedi Temple. A lot of, I'm about to say a lot of Jedi Temple, but of course it means a lot of Jedi. Because yeah. it's tales of the Jedi. Yep, in walks Anakin. Funny, isn't it funny that the episode that's called The Sith Lord, yeah, no. focused mainly on the dark side of the yeah. Sith, is the best episode in Tales of the Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> You know, in, in walks Anakin, who is uh, Anakin. directly on time. Yep. And everyone says, you mean you're late? Yes. Well, no, he says, I thought it was late, is what Anakin says. He says, yes, yes that's what I meant. Yes. And he later repeats that he says that to he Ahsoka, because he's obviously learning to love Obi-Wan. Yes. And Anakin watches her train with these droids. Yeah. He says, oh, this isn't a real test. You can do better than, than learning with those stupid fucking yeah. balls. Classic, classic Anakin does not like how it's done. No, just not exactly. Very true. <laughs> doesn't like how it's done and wants to do it his own way. Yes. So he brings Ahsoka into uh, this sort of public hangar at this base. Yeah. This is that base I've been seen before. I say that's the Republic military compound that's run by um, I don't know if run by them, but in the Clone Wars series, it's run by Admiral Tarkin. Maybe in this series, probably not. Uh, he's probably with the MPL at this stage of the war. But Anakin greets Ahsoka and says, "I've got a test for you. Ooh. I'm gonna have my clone men line up yep. in a circle formation. They're gonna take shots for you. You've got to feel where the next shot is gonna come yes. from. So you've got your lightsaber and you can deflect the." The bolts as they're coming in, stun bolts, right? Yeah. First few, uh, not very good. She's not very no. good. She can't really sense the clones and their shots. They just, you know, tag her with the bang, bang, bang. Yeah. Uh, and every time she's out for like an hour or two. Yeah. Probably, I want to see the clones perspective where they're just waiting there for like. Stood there. So they're just, yeah, is she woken up yet? I don't know, I've got places to be. You know? Yeah. Uh, Jesse's in this episode. Do you remember Jesse from the oh, clone, yeah. clone Wars? He's actually the clone that ends up at Execution 66 on Ahsoka. He's the first clone that takes a shot at her, which is funny. 
and he does that meme, the sort of hot boys meme of the guy turning around and going, "Hello." Yeah. Have you seen, the, have you seen that? I have seen he that. Says, he's, Captain Rex goes, "Yeah, I'm sorry about that blast, Commander. <laughs> Jesse, Jesse really tagged you." And Jesse turns around and goes, "Sorry, Commander." From 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 behind her. That was a nice little moment. Then she does it again and again yes. and again, and eventually she gets better. Yep. Next, we see a flash forward. Yeah. She's on the Venator. It's season probably three or four of the Clone Wars when she got a remodel. She's in a sort of Padawan um, Jedi apprentice garb. Um, not a sort of very early Padawan. Yeah, yeah. She was wearing. They kind of updated a model on that as well. And she's got a two lightsabers Correct. now. Not just the one. She's got a Shoto blade as well, which is a shorter one. Which surely makes it a bit easier. Mm-hmm. And and their phase two clones. Not only that, they're also five hundred first legion clones. Yes, the five hundred first legion clones, which is Anakin's legion. Yes. And Anakin is there. Captain Rex, of course, is his phase two armor with his range finder and all of his uh, gear. Yep. he's there, and he's he, but she she lasts five minutes against all the regular clones. But Correct. Captain Rex is bam 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 shoots her shoots her straightly straight in the face. <laughs> yeah, and this actually tags to something because I. Uh, it's not my weekly rec this week. No, it's if mine. If it would have been, I can tell you this. Um, I've got um, a Star Wars character encyclopedia, much like the one that you perhaps over. I have one, yeah. And in Captain Rex's page, it says... You know they've got those things where it points like... Have you seen the Count Dooku meme where it's like signature look of superiority? Yeah. There's Captain Rex, there's a point to his pistols, and it says that... Um, the speed, the speed of, of twin pistols gives Captain Rex a edge on the battlefield or something like that. I'm like, so he's faster with the the quick draw guns. So yeah. That's why he's he's quick. He's a quick shot. However, uh, then we flash forward again from that scene. And that's a quick, quicker one. Yes. To right before the 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 scene in the finale of the Clone Wars, where they're on that Venator heading towards Coruscant from Mandalore. Uh, to arrest Darth Maul and bring Darth Maul back to Coruscant, where they're facing down against the Legion of 232nd and 501st Troopers, and Jesse is there as well. Captain Rex has had his, inhib- in, his inhibitor chip removed. All 66 has been executed. Correct. And they're having to fake Ahsoka's capture. And Captain Rex says, I hope all your training's paid off Yes. on deflecting those clone bolts. And that's just... Really emotional yeah. scene. I'm so glad they tied all that together. This this is probably my second favorite episode, just because the fact it leads, it takes us through the entirety of the Clone Wars series in little snippets. I would probably agree. Mm-hmm. I think. Probably. Yeah. Supposedly, I th- why is that? I think I'd agree. I think in order of, uh, I mean, the fir- like I said, the first one's my least favorite. Um, the fourth one is my favorite. I would say this is up there. The final episode, mm-hmm. I didn't mind. I, st- I think the, f- the final episode, which is called Resolve, is a bit also maybe in the middle, mm-hmm. possibly. Because mm-hmm. um, again, Ahsoka's back. Back to episode six, we are <laughs> brought to episode three at the start of this episode. It's Padme's funeral. Yes. We see, uh, they basically recreate the shot from episode three where yeah. they're looking over the, the waterfront on on Naboo and Padme's parents are there and the Queen and and Jar Jar and Boss Nass and everyone's there probably they didn't show Jar Jar would be a nice time to yeah it would be nice then Mon Mothma is there correct Andor and Rogue One and whatnot and the Clone Wars of course and Bail Organa yeah. Senator Bail Organa is there we see that the Senator spies someone in the crowd of of uh, her funeral of Padme's funeral yes who is it Ahsoka yes with a little candle. So she is currently now in episode three. Yeah. You don't see her. No. But she's there. She's around. 
She's there. She's in that crowd. And then we see that. We see the scene. Now this is lifted straight from the Ahsoka novel. This is taken from the novel by E.K. Johnston, I believe her name is. Okay. She wrote an Ahsoka novel years ago, right? Like twenty. It's one of the first ever canon novels to come out. You can probably look it up. Uh, she wrote this novel when first kind of came out to adapt the, the story of not only the Battle of Mandalore and the Siege of Mandalore, but also how Ahsoka left the uh, the battle with Darth Maul and uh, lived on a peaceful farming planet under the name Ashla, where she was encumbered by the sixth the sixth sixth brother, an Inquisitor. Right? Was published October eleventh, two thousand sixteen. All right, okay, that's a few years after the that's after the acquisition of Disney then by. Yes. Uh, Lucasfilm by Disney, so 2016. Yes, still. and it was outlined by David Filoni. Okay, there so we go. So it was based off of an outline. Yes, and, um, based off an outline, yes. was written by E.K. Johnson. Okay, thank you. It's a good book as well. I've read parts of it. It's a very good book. But it, it's mostly been retconned to absolute crap now. <laughs> yeah. Because everything in it is basically different or some way different. Like, he still has her green lightsabers in the story. She doesn't. She doesn't. She has blue lightsabers in the Battle of in the Siege of Mandalore. She traps Maul using ray shields. That's not true. She traps him on the end of that bridge when they, all of the clones wire him up, you know. Uh, she doesn't escape on a Venator. It's, it's, all of it's changed, basically. Yeah. Apart from the fact that her and Captain Rex leave together and eventually she meets Bail, Bail Organa. That's all kind of muddled now. So basically the books... And there's a funny thing where, again, to get into canon and legends, where they're almost making the books legends in, in a way. Yeah. Where book canon doesn't really matter to show, and I don't like that because what they need to do is, what they established is when we bought, when Disney bought Star Wars, we're gonna we retcon the entire of the of the EU, the expanded universe. Yep. And all of that, it doesn't matter. It's legends. It didn't happen, right? Yes. We're gonna establish a canon. We're gonna have one through line story, right? But the only thing they kept was the Clone Wars and all the films and yep. the new trilogy which they made, right? But the problem is, they're gonna there's gonna be overlap. Yeah. Someone's going to do something that's different just to what someone else has done. And it would have been nice for would have been nice for them to say, hey, there's this book that came out in 2016. It's like Fest. Remember Fest from the Andor thing? Yeah. Now they paid attention to Fest and they worked it into the story. They could have done that with this book. And I don't know why they didn't. Yeah. I don't know why anyone didn't think to bring this book up. Yeah, that's a fair point. The fact that she's called, still called Ashler and that's all kept and the Inquisitor does still arrive. The beats are there. The beats of the book are there. Yes. But it's not exact. So if you read the book, so if someone watches Tales of the Jedi, yep. here's a bit of, oh, I'm going to read this book. The book will be different. And yeah. It'll be strange to them. And I just feel like, I feel like there's there's not been much consideration. And for and for a, a billion dollar company like, like Disney and Lucasfilm to not pay attention to something like that, especially with Canon where Star Wars, where it's so particular, yeah. where every little funky flippy detail will be brought up like fest yes like the fact that dooku would have left the jedi order by the time episode four comes around the all of that kind of stuff yeah it's again the episode i've literally just got an article up now as well um the episode's all right um of course i've got an article up now which is asking a question of who is the inquisitor at the end of the right. episode it's i don't believe it is the sixth it's brother not. It's not. It's a new Inquisitor. Because um, everyone's saying that the book you're on about from 2016 uh-huh. is canon. Yeah. Currently. Um, and the way that it ends in canon, spoilers for the book. Yeah. Is the book came out in 2016. It has been retconned yes. by now, so it doesn't even matter. No. 
um, because the Six Brother, everyone's like, oh, the Six Brother is one that hunts down Ahsoka, and so everyone's like, okay, that makes sense for it to be the sixth one. But the Six Brother dies by Ahsoka pulling out the uh, Kyber crystals from his lightsaber, which blows the lightsabers up. Yeah. And that's how she gets her white lightsabers. Mm. Whereas in this, that doesn't happen. No, she just cuts his head off. Yeah. It's, and it's in two moves as well. That is the yeah. most crappiest Inquisitor, and I've seen some bad Inquisitors there. That is the most that is the most crappiest Inquisitor I've ever seen. Yes. So it, it Strange, seems he looks really cool. That's, he looks that's, amazing. He's got yeah. that sort of plague doctor crow face mask, yeah. and I'm like, you look you look badass. You look great, but you've been voiced by Clancy Brown. Yeah. If you were in like Rebels or something, you'd be like a major season yeah. villain. You'd you, be like. You look great, but you've been like killed off right now. Right now, but you say he's got a great voice. He's like you. He's like you think you can part with the Empire? Where's the Jedi? You know what? My goodness. If, this guy. If we were doing, um, we did this back in May, I think it was this year, our like uh, top 10 or top 5 background characters, right. he would now be in that. Because I want to see more of him. This one Inquisitor. Yeah. I don't even think he's got a name, I No, think. he hasn't. All right. From what I can gather, everyone's just calling him the New Inquisitor. New Inquisitor, right. Yeah. Okay. He's the flipping 26th brother or whatever he's called, right? Yeah. Clancy Brown Inquisitor. Anyway, Clancy Brown Inquisitor... <laughs> Is arrives at the village because she gets <laughs> sold out. She's yes. hiding as Ashla yeah. in this little farming village, which is true from the book. Yes. She gets sold out by this guy. Apparently, all their names have changed as well. Apparently, there was an entire cast of this village that was brought up in the book, and now all their names have been changed. Great. By this series, exactly, yeah. <laughs> and he he sells her out because he sees her using the Force. So apparently, that's the same. Apparently, someone in the book does sell her out because he finds her using the Force, whatever. That's the, As I said, the beats are there, yeah. but it's just everything else is different. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, the beats are there, <laughs> and everything's different. She saves someone using the Force. The lad sees it. Uh, the lad calls in the Inquisitor. Uh, the Inquisitor uh, ransacks the village and burns it down. Yes. Then Ahsoka arrives. Ahsoka dispatches the Inquisitor in very quick fashion. Yeah. And very badly trained Inquisitor there. And his head deflates. Yeah, I what, noticed is that, that. I thought he just knocked his helmet off. I'm like, oh, is he going to be a creepy alien man? No, his head's got a, like see, a balloon. See, like I a noticed wet that. balloon just sort of yeah. right flattens down. I, I, I thought, is that Star Wars? I thought it was going to be like revealed that it's like some weird fake thing and the actual Inquisitor's somewhere, I don't know. Right, some weird, okay. like, that's not like the real droid, one. Like it's a drone yeah. or something, right, yeah. Um, but no, I guess that's... I, guess I thought that's he just knocked his helmet off. Like, oh, like, cool, we're going to have a see like an alien face or something. Or maybe it's Barris <laughs> Offley or someone she knows, yeah. you know. No, it's... it's Because he said, it's, it's you, it's Ahsoka Tano. And I'm like, oh... I, I see you know her. That's yeah. nice. You could be someone that Ahsoka knows. No. You're just a random Ahsoka Inquisitor. Yeah. You, you get your head chopped off by yeah. your own lightsaber. Yeah. All right. And that's it. Goodbye. Hello. Good, yeah. Thanks for coming. Yeah. Here's your hot dog and your handshake. Pretty much. Then Ahsoka says, you need to get out of here. The, yep. Everyone's dead. The village is burned down. So what they do is he she uses her sort of Captain Marvel um, one-time communication yeah. to establish communique with... Senator Organa, yep. who arrives on the Tanti Four, the CR90 Corellian Corvette. He arrives on his big ship and takes away the villagers who have survived. Yeah. And he says to Ahsoka, Do you feel like now do you want to join the fight against the Empire? And Ahsoka looks up and goes, Yeah, all right. Yeah. And that's then, it. And she becomes Fulcrum. Yep. Well, I think, no, yeah. Fulcrum in season one was yeah. Ahsoka of the Rebels, and then in season two it was Agent Callus. Spoilers. Yes. But she becomes um, Fulcrum to lead the. To lead the uh, to lead the rebel groups and to lead Phoenix Squadron, who includes Kanan Jarrus, yes. who makes a cameo in this series as Caleb Doom. His his uh, other name, his real name, 
he's in this with his master Depa Balaba during the Ahsoka training scene. Yeah. And well, that is it. And that is Tales of that the Jedi. Tales of the Jedi. We were going to rate every episode individually, but I feel like we should rate the series yeah. as a whole. So... Before you get to your wreck. So yes. what is your... Seven. I'm going to go eight. Okay. I'm only giving it a seven because I don't think the series is bad. It's going to get another season. Yeah. I think the series is good. I wish it focused on someone else other than Ahsoka. Yarrow Be- Poof. No. Be- yes. No. no, I want this. I want Yarrow Poof to get an episode of Charles the Jedi. Please. Someone do it. Do- season two, Yarrow Poof. Hashtag Yarrow Poof in Tales of the Jedi. Okay. I want it. Right. Hashtag Yarrow Poof in Tales of the Jedi. Okay. I want to see it. Please. Um, but I wish it was someone else but Ahsoka. She's getting her own series. Um, you can just do it in that. Right. I liked Visions because Visions focused on people we didn't know who existed. Mm. I liked Rogue One and Andor because it's people who we don't know or don't know much about. Yes. Now, Count Dooku, fine, because it's it Dooku. a period in Dooku's life where yeah. it's very... I just want more either newer people or people we don't know as much about or maybe yeah. even people who won't get their own series. Like Plo Koon. Yeah. People who like will never get their own series. Plo They'll Koon's never get, get their own. own series. So give them this instead. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's why I'm giving it a, a, a seven. Maybe season two will do that. Maybe we'll get Jared Poof. Maybe we'll get a bit more yeah. Kit Fisto. Kit Fisto. Exactly, um, exactly. Kit Fisto. People we don't see much. Plo Koon. Yeah. You know. Uh, Agon Kolar. You know who he is? No. Okay. Bidlow Quirve. Bidlow Quirve. The guy with the weird <laughs> eyes, whatever he's called. Coleman Kajai. Okay. Coleman Trebor, you know. Uh, I'm trying to think of a little obscure. Don't. Oppo Rancisis. Nice. Do you know who he is? No. Okay. <laughs> he's a guy with like a snake tail. He's got a big beard. Oh, I bet okay. you've seen him before. Yeah. But yeah. So exactly. Seven. We want more of, the, more of the stories like that. You know, yeah. more obscure stories of Jedi characters. Yeah. And maybe like... Like Quinlan Voss. Do you know about Quinlan Voss? No. You know Quinlan Voss? No. He's got like a he's got a yellow stripe around his face and he's got like long hair. Very helpful. He's got a green lightsaber. He's a very famous uh, sort of grey Jedi. There's a book about him with a Sarge Ventress. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know Quinlan Voss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He could easily have a couple of an arc on this. He's like an underworld Jedi. He like solves like CD crimes in the underworld. That kind of guy. Yeah. Right? Just, just give us... Give us new, new or just people who won't get their own. Exactly, thing. people who won't get their own. You don't want to give their own series. Yeah. To give them, you know, Kit Fisto, Plo Koon, Yalpoof, anyone, just uh, just, just uh, Jedi characters. Yeah. Was the interesting thing is in the prequels, there's loads of cool extras. There's loads of cool extras, loads of cool minor characters we never see again, who have got really cool and unique designs that the prequels are full, are full of. Because give you know, Ayla Sakura, right? Exactly. People like that. Anyway, what is? Our weekly wreck so, this week is it is it Star Wars themed? Is kind it of Jedi themed. I am. I was torn between two things, okay. and I still am torn between two things. To the okay. point where you don't. I don't even know which one I'm going to give you. Right. Um. But we're, but we're going to do Star Wars again. So I I'm probably going to get another chance to recommend yes. the other thing. So I'm going to recommend this first. Um. It's it was Halloween recently. Oh, it was. Um. Did you have any? We're recording this on November. Do you have any candy? In November, um, any I, had a, I had a crunchy bar. Does that count? Uh, do you know? Do you know what I? Do you know what I think about sweets? What? Uh, they got to be called cavities on a stick. Oh right. Yeah. I do know where this is from. Where's it from, Murray? This is from Christopher Lee's famous <laughs> role as Willy Wonka's father yeah. 
in uh, Johnny Depp's yeah. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Correct. I recommend in Charlie and Chocolate Factory. Oh my goodness, Corey! <laughs> we could do an episode, entire episode on this. So yeah. Don't give it ten if you're going to give it. I'm not giving okay. it a ten. Um, but no, I'm recommending because why not? <laughs> Isn't that a Christmas film? We could do that in December if you like. Uh, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? It's kind of a Christmas film. You know what? We'll do that in December. December, we're going to do Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. We're going to do Giant Depp's Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Charlie, Chocolate Factory. Yeah. Lollipops. I know all the quotes are going back now. Yeah. Cavities on a stick. <laughs> oh, it's... Uh, it's. Uh, I was about to say, it's such a good film. I haven't it's, seen it's... my cuspids like these. Yeah. It's not It's not a great film. Christopher it's... Lee's in it, though. Yeah, no, it is. He is great. That's every line ever I've said. Often, uh, Christopher Lee's in a lot of bad... Not bad, I don't want to say bad, but B-movies... That a lot of them people don't see, and he's yeah. in a lot of them. And but he's always good enough. Yeah. It was like, oh, that movie was very good. But Christopher Lee was great. Yeah. That's that's what you want to say. That's the line. Pretty much. Um, and we're all and we're big Christopher Lee fans yes. of this of this of the real show. So yeah, I'm gonna recommend Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Right, okay. What what are you what are you gonna give it as far as the real rating goes? <sighs> it's, uh, I was gonna give it a seven. Is seven a bit high? That's two sevens. You've just. You've I know. Is seven a bit high? For, if I give it a seven, it'd be for different reasons than Toast Dad, by the way. I'm if not you give it a six, a I feel like six might not be enough for it. No, but in a 6.5. 6. 6.5? See, I don't mind that. I don't mind with Johnny Depp film. Okay. I don't hate it. Do you think it compares to... When this, maybe we should save this for the actual episode we're going to do. Yes. That's so, it. Tune in for that. Yes, tune in for that coming in December. Yep, and you'll find out. But for now, we should remember this. What are you going to rate it, Corey? Because you have to rate the real rate, the, the real weekly rec. Decision time. Seven. Seven. Right. We hope you enjoyed our review of Tales of the Jedi. You've had a good time with this, Corey. Yeah. This was a great little mini-series. Go out and watch it. We should recommend it ourselves. Yes. Go and watch Tales of the Jedi, yes. Disney+, Plus, yep. six-episode series. Probably skip the first episode. Uh, five episodes. And have a, have a nice... Have a nice time with it. It's a really enjoyable series. The Clone Wars guys are just absolutely amazing at Star Wars. I love Dave Filoni. Yep. Uh, Dave Filoni is a fantastic storyteller, and he's going to be working on the Ahsoka series, which is coming up um, next year or the year after, I believe, with Rosario Dawson, which will be great as well. Correct. Uh, but thank you very much for uh, tuning in. May the Force be with you. It's a goodbye from me. Goodbye. And a goodbye from Corey. Goodbye.